Hello, I'm Bill Winston, and welcome to another program. The program that you're watching is called The Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. We have an exciting program for you today. We're teaching on healing, divine healing, supernatural healing. I'm talking about things that the doctor said couldn't be healed. That's the healing I'm talking about, the power of God. Now, it's called Jesus Heal Them All. Over in Luke's Gospel, chapter 4 and verse 40, he says this, Now when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick with diverse diseases brought them unto him, talking about Jesus, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. Praise God. Now I want you to get that. He laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. That's the point now. He healed them all. Now over in the book of Psalms, chapter 105 and verse 37, he says, when God delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt, every one of them got healed. So that's in the Old Testament and the New Testament that God is a healer. Now I'm saying that because as they were coming out of Egypt, you know, they've been in bondage or slavery 400 years. And now they're coming out of slavery. And as they came out, they crossed over that Red Sea. Every one of them were healed. The Bible says there was not one feeble one among them. How many were there? About three million. (laughs) Three million people got healed at once. You don't think God can heal you? Praise the Lord. I'm talking about right where you are. Now, don't think just because I'm here and you're there that there's some distance. Not with God. Remember what the centurion said over in Matthew chapter 8? He told Jesus, you don't need to come to the house. Just speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Well, that's what I'm going to do. Doing this broadcast, I'm going to speak the word only. Praise God, and you shall be healed. You see, Jesus got our healing 2,000 years ago at the cross at Calvary. He took our sicknesses and diseases and bore all of our sins. It's a double, you know, double blessing. He took our sicknesses and bore all of our sins. So he took all the sins that you and I deserve, and we could be now saved. And he took all of our diseases so that we could be healed. So this is our time now. We're not going to miss it. Praise God. Get your Bible and pencils and paper ready. Get ready to take some good notes on Let's go into it. It's called Jesus Heal Them All. And let's go over to 3 John. 3 John. The elder to the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest what? Prosper and be in what? Health, even as I so prosper. Prosper and be in health. Now, it's interesting how God's will is for us to be healthy. That's his will. And if you go over and look with me over in 2 Corinthians and chapter 12, sometimes what happens is people use these kinds of scriptures and they try to impart what I call unbelief or doubt as to whether God will do what he says. Well, when you look at Peter and Peter walking on the water at the command of Jesus, notice he looked away from Jesus and the next thing you know, he began to sink. And when he began to sink, uh, Jesus came and he called for Jesus and Jesus rescued him. And Jesus said, oh, Peter, um, why did you you doubt? 
how is it that you have such little faith or whatever have you? But the idea about it is doubting came in and doubting stopped the supernatural working of the power of the Word of God. Doubt, just one ounce of doubt. Notice what the enemy did. He came to Eve and said, now did God really say just to put a morsel of doubt in her mind? So I'm, one of the things that I believe, and God said, shared this with me, he said, son, I was talking about church growth. He said, son, if you just get the hindrances out, it'll grow like wildfire. Now, isn't that something? See, he, he didn't tell me I needed to do a lot of new, big, creative things and go down the three church growth conferences and so forth. He told me just get the hindrances out. And, and I really believe that it's like the sun shining on the earth. You can stand out in that sun, but you can get something and put it up there and block the sun from shining on you. And I believe God's healing power is radiating towards his church. But the enemy has set up blocks for us to receive. Say amen. You follow what I'm saying? To this thing. Now, I want to show you that in just a minute, but let me read this first. He says this, and, and this is Paul. Now, Paul had an experience of going up to the third heaven here and experiencing God. So he said, verse 4, how that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Now that lawful for a man to utter, I remember when I was asleep one time, I was in Minneapolis, we had started the church there. And I remember that I heard a name and I knew it was my name and I heard this name. And, and I was somewhere between sleep and awake. I was not solid sleep. I was not awake. But I was in this transition, and I knew that was God speaking and gave me this name. And I said, okay, I'm going to pronounce that name as soon as I wake up, as soon as I wake up. And I woke up and couldn't even, it was gone. And I believe that that's what he's saying. It wasn't lawful to utter. You, you can't utter it with the flesh. It's, it's beyond that. Uh, okay, all right, praise the Lord. And so he said of such, verse 5, and one I will, I glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in mine infirmities. For that infirmity is not do with sickness now. It's talking about the things that the body cannot achieve itself, the weaknesses of the body. For though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool. For I will say the truth. But now I forbear, lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be, or that he heareth of me. And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to do what to me? Buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my what? Grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in what? Weakness. Now, this is kind of interesting here because people have taken this verse and said the thorn that Paul had was, uh, it was a sickness. It was eye disease. It was, he had some kind of sexual disease. He had some, something. They gave Paul some kind of, and, and they use this and say, well, if God did that with Paul, you know, what will he do to you? You know, every now and then he had to put something on you to teach you something. 
And so I'm only saying, I don't care what you think. We can say, hallelujah, I believe I'm a millionaire, but in our spirits is an image of poverty. You got what I'm saying? I'm saying we can say we don't have any condemnation, but in our spirits, we're still in that image of what we did 15 years ago. It's still in there and it's keeping us from believing the Word of God so that we can, we can agree with God, the spirit, soul, and body. You, you follow what I'm saying? I'm just saying this is what we want to do. We want to use the Word and root out all of the things that would hinder you from receiving your healing because healing belongs to you. Say, healing belongs to me. Say, health belongs to me. All right, there's another one over here in the book of Job. Come on back over here to Job, please. Verse 6, it says, verse 1, chapter 1, Now there was a day when the Son of God came, sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said to Satan, Whence cometh thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said to Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? And there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and echeweth evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for naught? Has not you made a hedge about him and about his house? and about all that he hath on every side that has blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land. Now, now Satan is running all this down to God. So he's had his eye on Job for some time because now Job is rising up to a point where Job is an influence to the whole region over there. So Satan's got to do something with him. Uh, you follow what I'm saying? So he got Job in fear about his kids and so forth, and some things not only came in on his kids, but came in on Job. He got sick himself. Look at Job chapter 3, please, and chapter 3 and verse 25. For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come to me. I was not in safety, neither had I rest, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. So worry and heaviness opened the door to sickness and disease and fear opened the door to Satan coming in, not only attacking his family, not only stripping him of his business, but also taking his um, uh, health and so forth. And so here's Job. He said, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, the Lord gave it to him, but the Lord sure didn't take it away. So I'm just saying it's interesting how things can be preached or taught to us. You know, it's interesting if you let a garden stay there, right there, and grow, and don't tend to it, what will grow in it? Weeds. Notice no fruit will grow automatically. No, no tomatoes will automatically spring up, but weeds everywhere. And the reason why is because the earth is under a curse. You follow what I'm saying? So you and I have to do battle with that. We have to do maintenance on our system. We have to do maintenance on our minds and our subconscious and keeping us understanding the grace and the goodness of God. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He forgiveth all your iniquities, come on, and heals all your diseases. Notice what we got here, a double cure. 
not only did he forgive you, but he healed you. Isn't that wonderful? Not only did he forgive you, but he healed you. Folks, I really believe. E.W. Kenyon, I was reading some of, the, some of the history of his church. He didn't have a sick person in that church for over something like 30 years, 30 years, not a sick person. Now, now God is no respecter of E.W. Kenyon. Say amen to this. Not one sick one. Now, one of the things that I think he majored on is this subject called righteousness. It's called righteousness. See, you're not righteous because of the goody-goody way you act. You're righteous because of the nature you just got. And because God has given you his nature, you have become righteous. And if you know who you are in righteousness, that righteousness will rise up in you and make you bold as a lion concerning your rights as a believer in the earth, even though it's cursed. You have rights to stay healed. You got what I'm saying? You have rights for your situations always to work for the good. You, you have rights that anything that come against you will be coming against God himself. You have rights that your children be saved because the Bible says if you get saved, he'll save your house. So I got rights. Am I, are you following what I'm saying? And the spirit and that righteousness helps you to stand on your rights. See, because other than that, the enemy will try to inundate you with voices. And, and it, without spiritual maturity, it's hard to separate the voice of the enemy. It's hard. I, I've got some teaching on it. I'm telling you. So, uh, God has, has done some things for you. He has not only saved you, but he has healed you. And healing belongs to you just like salvation does. And if you want to get saved, I remember we were in Minnesota and and we invited one of the people who were with the computer company I was with and invited her to, to a service. And she came to the service and she was sitting way in the back. And I was up there and I was going through the preliminaries because we had just opened the service and so forth. And, and I heard some little rustling, you know, in the back there, a little, he's busy talking. So I said, okay, we're having service in the YMCA. And I said, uh, excuse me, I said, something wrong? Um, and, and, and she put her hand up and said, I want to be saved. And here, watch me. Okay, all right, well, we're going to take care of that in just a few minutes. Let's, let's, we want to get, get to these, these announcements and so forth and so on like this first. She put her hand back up. And what did she say, baby? She now. said, I want to get saved right now. Hey. Now, wasn't that God trying to teach me something here as a brand new preacher here? I'm trying to put her salvation off for a few minutes. God doesn't put your salvation off nor your healing off for one minute. Say amen to this. So you don't have to wait till next week to be healed. He'll heal you right now, just like he'll save you right now because both of them were done at the same time, right on that cross at Calvary. He did everything. Say amen to that. Amen. Jesus healed them all 
now. Now. Now, one person left his meeting still sick. He healed them all. I'm going to show you that. Not one person. You see, he had just, he had to build in a way that they would receive because it was already done by the Father. But the problem was with the receiver. The healer is in the house. I know he is because the Bible says we're two on earth, two, two are gathered together in my name. There I am in the midst of them. Jesus is here. He's here. Say amen to this. And I like that scripture about he's here because not only is he here, but turn to Hebrews chapter 13. Oh, I got some stories, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Sister said, I, I want to be saved. I said, okay. I said, let me finish these announcements and we, then we're going to do a song by Sister So-and-so. <laughs> so, she said, no, I, I want to be saved right now. I said, no, oh, this kind of interrupted my flow here. <laughs> I said, Tradition really will mess you up. You know that? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I'm being transparent now. I'm just letting you know what the deal is. Amen. Okay, look at Hebrews. In Hebrews chapter 13, here's what it says. And this is chapter 13 and verse 8. Jesus Christ, come on, the same. Come on. Yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same. I said, he's the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Let me show you another one. Let's go to Mark's gospel. Mark, please, in Mark chapter 1. Let's look at verse 40. And there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou can make me clean. Watch this. And Jesus moved with what? Compassion. What's another name for compassion? Love. He put forth his hand and touched him and said unto him, what? I will, come on, be thou clean. Now, notice what the man asked. And, and let me just read verse 42 to complete the thought. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. Now, as soon as he spoke, as soon as he spoke, as soon as he spoke. Here's what he said. If thou will, thou can make me clean. So what was this leper's issue? Was this leper's issue whether God could make him clean? His issue was what? Whether God would make him clean. The will of God. And I think that's other people's issue as well. Could and will. Somebody asked a question sometime. I heard a man on TV. He said, people say, you know, can I, can I go with you? Or, you know, he said, I don't know. Can you? Because that's not the right word to use there. The word is may I. That's two different words. So it's kind of interesting about this. God can heal you. They know that, and I don't think anybody in here doubts the fact that God can heal you. 
The issue is, will he? Well, I got good news for you. He healed you 2,000 years ago. Jesus expressed the will of God. That's what he was. He was a walking will of God. He was showing you the heart of God. He said, when you see me, you've seen the Father. So he did it 2,000 years ago. He healed you. Now, this is all of us. We've done it. We are the redeemed, folks. We have been redeemed from the what? Curse of the law. He was made a curse for us. One of the curses is poverty. Another one is sickness. Another one is spiritual death. He was made that, all of that for us. Now, if he bore it, why are you going to bear it? Why would both of y'all lay up in the hospital bed? He's, he's over there. He's bearing it for you. Then you lay over here. Oh, woe is me. And you got to bear it. Let him bear it. You get up and get out. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoy that now. In Psalms 103, verses 2 and 3, he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, and healeth all thine diseases. You see, God is the one that not only forgives us of our sins, but he heals us of our diseases. Now, what I'm saying now, if you've got the faith to receive forgiveness for sins and you can be born again, you have the same faith. You've got the faith to receive healing now for any sickness. You see, they came in the same package. God did both of them at the same time. All we need to do now is hear the word of God, what he said on it, so faith will come to receive it. Now, because you've heard that word that I have spoken over this television, over this uh, video, wherever you're watching it, because you've heard that, now you have faith to be healed. Now, I'm going to pray with you. And once I do, we're going to believe and expect a healing miracle to come into your life. You ready? Praise God. Let's pray. Father, we come before you in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. That there is no distance in the spirit and in the eternal, there is no time. Father, you're the same and we thank you for it. Now we come against this sickness, this disease, this malady. We cancel every doctor's report. We command every spirit of sickness and infirmity to leave in the name of Jesus, and we call out any diseases and command them to leave this body in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for it. We call it done in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Felt that myself. Hallelujah. All right. Now, what do you do? You just kind of move apart. Let's say you couldn't move your, your shoulder or something or your arm. Just start moving it and just start believing God and start praising God for it right now. See, you got to act on what you believe so we can see the manifestation of that. Praise God. And I want you to write me. I want you to share with me what God has done in your life. Folks, I remember going by a hospital room, visiting somebody, and somebody was passing by the hospital door, and they said, oh, that's Pastor Winston. And they came and told me, said, Pastor, I remember when you prayed over that television, and you said to me, put my hand on my whatever part of my body that's, that's in sickness or disease, and I put my hand on my foot, and f as you prayed, the power of God went through there and got healed. I had a doctor's appointment the next day, she said, and I went, and the doctor said, 
this thing is healed. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm telling you, God can do it right there where you are. And he did. Glory to God. Well, the address and phone number on your screen. If you'd like to hear this over and over again, sometimes just to get right down in your spirit so that you can not only have that healing, but just carry that healing forever. That God, whatever sickness or disease tries to come or invade your body now, the, the forces of God will be there. The force of faith to keep that thing out of your body. I'm telling you, you, I'm, I'm believing God that you'll never be sick another day in your life. Do you hear what I'm telling you? Well, this is Bill Winston. That's all we have for this time. We'll see you next time. Until then, keep walking by faith. My daughter was in the hospital for almost two weeks with sickle cell crisis. And when she came home, her legs began to ache again. She couldn't even walk. She had to crawl. We watched the Believer's Walk of Faith program that morning, and Dr. Bill Winston was preaching on healing. And he called out, cells are being repaired. I said, that is for my child. She listened later that morning, and by night, she could walk again. Praise God for the mantle that is on his life. Sickness, disease, pain. But Christ paid the price. So you're redeemed. Faith is not, I'm gonna get healed. If you say, I'm gonna get healed, you will never get healed by the divine power of God. You have to bring it into the now. You gotta say, by his stripes, I am healed. Dr. Bill Winston uncovers the provision of healing in God's redemptive plan with this dynamic series entitled Redeemed from Sickness. Order this powerful series today and Dr. Bill Winston will teach you why healing is a part of your inheritance. The power of speaking the word of God, how condemnation can block the healing power of God, and much more. So I can speak to cancer. Hallelujah! And faith goes all the way down to the root. To order your copy of Redeemed from Sickness, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois, 60303. By bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at www.billwinston.org. God's plan of redemption covered every sickness, every disease, and every pain. Now it's up to you. And it's time for you to understand that you've been redeemed from sickness. Order your copy of Redeemed from Sickness today. Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Born Again and Spirit-Filled is a biblically-based book where Pastor Winston outlines God's purpose and plan for your life. Learn who the Holy Spirit is and His importance in your life. Jesus said, don't you leave until you have been endued with power. Call 1-800-711-9327 for your free copy of Born Again and Spirit-Filled and begin to walk in the power that God has given you today. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to take the uncompromised Word of God to the whole world. 
This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independently and have dominion to reign over this world system. Connect with us online at billwinston.org. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast.